hey Sarah. Hey what? I want to watch a romantic comedy. I was a big slut, but I'm not anymore. There will always be a part of me that's sloppy and dirty, but I like that just like all the other parts of myself. I can forgive. Can you say the same for yourself, fucker? Can you forgive? Are you capable of that? Well, hello there, and welcome to RomanticComedyCommentary.com, where Sarah chooses to occasionally call it... RomComCom.com. And this week, if you couldn't tell from what may be my favorite quote that we've done so far, <laughs> or that Sarah's chosen so far, this week we are doing the Oscar award-winning movie, Silver Linings Playbook, starring one Mr. Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how much that quote meant to me until you said it really yeah and we <laughs> we'll dive into that in a minute i mean as we get into this when we get to that point in the story sure. but before we dive into the movie apropos of absolutely nothing to do with this episode or what we talk about in this i would like to bring to your attention something that came into my purview just a few hours ago and i cannot contain it to just myself of the knowledge and it okay. is quite possibly the most bone chilling grave like saying that a celebrity has on their gravestone oh. are you ready for this okay it's almost it's almost like a threat it's frank sinatra's and what does this it, have to do with the movie it has nothing to do with the movie this literally just <laughs> came across my desk so to speak a couple hours well, we're ago veering out into the right field well and i can't contain it because <laughs> okay. it's, it's 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 like a threat do you want to guess what frank sinatra's gravestone says that is so strong that i had to bring uh... it up to you you might be able to get it I don't know. Something about I did it my way. No, okay, no, but you're going in the right direction. Think of something and if it's on a gravestone that could almost be a threat. I'll be back. No, but that would be great. <laughs> I hope one day Arnold Schwarzenegger actually has that. No, on Frank Sinatra's gravestone, it reads, The Best is yet to come. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Huh. So it's it when is, he's reanimated as a zombie. I mean, that's kind of what it's like. All right, I'm coming back. I again, huh. it just crossed my figurative desk, and I Maybe, I think it just it. means he's hopefully in heaven. I mean, but it does feel a little ominous. It is. It 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 was. I was listening to a thing about like they were talking about celebrity gravestones and how uh, hmm. uh, Mel Blanc's is just that's all folks and uh, hmm. uh, oh god what's the other guy um, that was in Grumpier Old Men Jack Jack Lemon Jack is just Jack Lemon in and then it's just a grave. Oh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> but and and yeah, I would hope that Arnold Schwarzenegger would have the guts to put I'll be back. Mm. I don't know if he will, but yeah, again, that has nothing to do with Silver Linings Playbook in any way, shape, or form. Okay, well. <laughs> Now we're back. So that's what I wanted to start with. Okay. Um, Sarah, I'm reading the back of the Silver Linings playbook, and I don't think it does a great job describing this movie necessarily, Mm -hmm. um, but it does say, When Pat Meets Tiffany, Academy Award winner Jennifer Lawrence. Academy Award winner for this movie, this role. Shouldn't you point that out in the write-up? A mysterious, well, she's only won one. Well, a mysterious girl. And it also says it in a big yellow band on the front of the <laughs> What thing. if I'm reading the back? <laughs> <laughs> Academy Award winner yeah. right across the front. Well, yeah, but again, what if I pick this bad boy up? I'm looking at the back. Okay. What is your experience with this movie? Had you seen it prior to yeah, us doing it Yeah, I saw it, it in show? the theaters with Brian. Really? On yeah. a date? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you love it? No. 
Not at all. And I am flabbergasted because I love it now. Oh, okay. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. I was, I never understood why it got the hype it got. I remember watching it and I think Brian's analysis was like, it turned into a weird dancing movie at the end. And I was like, yeah, that felt really uneven. And I have a yeah, great. And just like, I couldn't understand it. It seemed so serious at the beginning. It was mostly about him. And then it turned into him meeting her. And it was like OCD stuff with his dad. And then it became a dance thing at the end. And I was like, what the hell? And I, I don't know if I just wasn't old enough yet. Or because this was 2012. Or if I was not as familiar with rom-coms and tropes and all that that I am now. But I was just like, huh, I didn't really like it. And then she won the Oscar and I watched that and I was like, what the hell? I was so shocked that she won the Oscar for it. I'm like, this is bizarre. And that's when she came up and she like tripped up the stairs. And then she said, I beat Meryl. And actually Meryl Streep was nominated that year, but she was referencing some other quote from another movie and then she had to apologize and she's like, I'm not talking about Meryl Streep. And it was just like one of the most awkward best pick or best actress speeches ever. And I was just confused. So I wasn't necessarily excited about watching this movie because I didn't have good memories of it. And then I watched it and I was like, what the hell was I talking about? (laughs) It's so good. It's amazing. It's like one of the best. It is. It's so good. Like it deserves all of its accolades. Well, and okay. I do you want to give it because I have a theory about why. My, well, how I I agree it does kind of feel unevenish. I don't know. I don't see that anymore. Well, no, but let me. I have a it, well. You as a, you as having an English master's and knowing a lot about like storytelling. Sure. I I have something I wrote down that I think you're going to tell me is the wrong way to view this movie, but it to me explains why it feels like not uneven is the right way. But do you want to give like a quick synopsis of the movie again? Yes. Like oh, and when I sorry when I came into it, I had not seen the movie before this. Yeah, I have no clue where I got it in my head that this was about two alcoholics meeting in <laughs> AA. Oh, <laughs> that's generally what I thought it was about. So huh. when he's <laughs> Like the beginning of the movie, he's in a, a mental hospital or a facility. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, it's his drinking problem. Let him there. And then he gets out. I'm like, well, when's he going to the meeting to meet Jennifer Lawrence? <laughs> and it took probably a cold 45 minutes to an hour before I'm like, wow, I really, truly had no idea what this movie That's was about. so funny. But would you, to anybody that has not seen this movie, would yeah. you like to give a quick synopsis? So Bradley Cooper is leaving a mental hospital where he had been put by... Uh, prosecutors because he assaulted his wife's new boyfriend uh, when he caught them in the shower together. It comes out later that they had already kind of broken up and she had already told him she was dating this guy, but something about him coming home and finding them in the shower really snapped him and he beat the crap out of this guy. So he went to Baltimore to a mental facility his mom picks him up he's friends with chris tucker who keeps trying to escape and then they have to send him back he goes back to philadelphia and is like obsessed with getting in shape he doesn't want to take his meds he wants to be cool he wants to avoid his mood swing so he can win his wife back basically even though she has 
nothing to do, no interest. And he has a restraining order where he can't come near her and he can't call her. Then his best friend uh, invites him to dinner with his wife and her sister. And she's also good friends with his uh, ex-wife or his current wife, whatever, his estranged wife. And he's kind of thinking it's like a test to see how normal he is. And hopefully he can pass this test so that he can get back together with Nikki. But he meets Julia Stiles' sister, who is Jennifer Lawrence, and they obviously have like an instant attraction to each other. But he spends all of his time telling her how he's married and he's going to win his wife back. And he also keeps talking about her dead husband constantly, which puts her off. But they keep running into each other. He goes running down her street. She comes out flying out of her street and to run with him. And they have a very contentious relationship. At one point they go on a date, but he makes it clear it's not a date and orders Raisin Bran. And they make a deal. (laughs) (laughs) They make a deal that she will pass Nikki a letter for him if he helps her with his dance competition. I don't know where this dance competition came from, but apparently it's good for her to have a goal or something because she's also dealing with a bunch of trauma and mental health issues from her husband dying and she's been a hot mess who apparently slept around a bunch and um now is like trying to get her life back together he agrees they dance then his dad has also got ocd he's obsessed with the eagles and he wants him to be home so that they can win because he's convinced that Bradley Cooper has to be home. His name's Pat. So Pat has to be home so that they can win. Uh, He has a shrink who's Dr. Patel, who's also obsessed with the Eagles. They end up going to an Eagles game. Then he gets in a fight, punches some guy, um, almost ends up back in jail or back in the mental hospital. And then, His dad forbids him from seeing Jennifer Lawrence anymore. She comes over and freaks out and is like, look, all these times he's been with me, the Eagles have won, the Phillies have won, so he needs to stay with me. His dad is betting everything in the world with his friend Randy. His dad bets a parlay saying, if the Eagles win in this playoff game and then you guys score at least a five in this dance competition, then I will get my money back from Randy, basically. And so they have to do a dance competition. And this whole time he's still thinking he has a shot with Nikki. Um, She promises him that Nikki will be at the dance, knowing that she won't. When they get there, Nikki's actually there. And she gets really upset. She looks at her sister. She's like, you're fucking killing me. And goes and gets a bunch of drinks at the bar. He finds her. They dance. It's kind of all over the place and crazy. And they actually do score a five and the Eagles do win. So everyone's cheering and it's amazing. But then he goes over and whispers something to Nikki and is talking to her closely. Jennifer Lawrence freaks out, runs down the road, leaves in in a huff. And then he's like, where'd she go? He has the grand gesture, runs after her and is like, I love you. I don't love her. I love you. I'm sorry it took me so long. I've known this for a week. And he's like, she's like, you let me lie to you for a week. And then they end up together and it's great. And they're still both messes, but they're together now. The end. The, the only clarification about the end that I would give is that he didn't give her like he gave her a letter. Did you oh, say that's letter? true. Because the letter is that's the movie pivots kind of around yeah. her getting the other woman. Because a letter. he was writing letters mm-hmm. to Nikki. Yeah. And it turns out she was writing them back to him, mm-hmm. not Nikki. 
So then he writes a letter. He's like, here, take this. She thinks it's another letter to Nikki, but it's to her. And he's like, if you just, I'll leave you alone forever if you just read it. Yeah. I thought that was like, as someone who's written a couple letters to women, I thought that was pretty pretty slick. Yeah. (laughs) There's such a power in the letter, though. Most people don't do it nowadays. Like a physical, not a text, not an email. Mm -hmm. It shows that you actually sat down and thought something out. Have you been reading the New York Times Seven Days to Happiness? No, why? Is that Because one of them is like bringing back letter writing and thank you note writing and how oh. great it is as a connection. Well, it, no, it really is. There's there's a person, it, uh, our friend Claire, who is a, uh, mm-hmm. well, hopefully will be on the show one day. Yeah. She writes thank you letters to everybody and they yeah. are heartfelt and they are thoughtful and I have kept the ones that I've only been fortunate enough to get to. <laughs> one of which I haven't opened yet because I'm like, Oh. I'm bad about opening thank you letters. There's something about hmm. me. I know I don't like um you've met me enough. I don't like I do weird enough. With, well, I've done, I do weird with like any sort of praise. I get very embarrassed. And so like a thank huh. you is like you did something right. And so I'd like I save them until I'm having a bad day cuz I think huh. I'll open them and make myself feel good, but then when I'm having a bad day, I'm like don't open that damn thing. You'll feel like a piece of shit. It's, it's, and it's a negative. Either way, I have opened one of her letters and it was very good. But no, it is It is like to get a letter from someone is fantastic, whether it be a thank you. Yeah. I've never received a love letter, Ooh. but I've received, well, yes, but it. But it's, I would think a love letter is probably under the right circumstances good. Hmm. My know? boyfriend in college, we would Woo! write letters back and forth. And um, how would you pass them to each other? He lived in Michigan. So. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like <laughs> it was in the UD. mail <laughs> through I, the U.S. Postal Service. I thought you meant it like in, at UD, you would pass each other in the hall and like slide a note, or what no. would be ten times funnier is to put it in campus mail. Yeah, like just to campus mail, just to go through, make Holy someone shit. carry it around. If I could go back and recommend something to a college student, go back and recommend. If I could recommend something to a college student right now, it would be to write, write a letter, <laughs> even if it's to someone down the hallway, and drop it in the campus <laughs> mail. Do you have to put postage on those? I don't believe campus mail. I know okay. you. I think UD's internal mail. You could drop something in a in a. And it would get. And it would get to them as long as it didn't have to go off campus because huh. we had an on campus. Um, Mails. Yeah, I'm almost sure. I don't hmm. know why I feel so vehemently about that. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. I know. Wouldn't that have been fun to send letters to people? Yeah. God, we really missed. We missed. Them. Yeah, it's very post secret of yeah. us. But not like but... a not like a love letter, like a like a check. You know, like a just hey, do you want to go to the bar Thursday? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Check yes or no. I could see you and Laura, your former roommate, like sliding notes possibly under the door to each other. Oh, like for that. sure. That would be fun. Except we shared a room, but yeah. That would make it 10 times funnier. <laughs> if you walk, you write the note on your desk, you walk out, shut the door and slide it under. Yes. Here you go. But the weird thing is I kept all those letters and things. Mm-hmm. And then I started dating Brian and I had all these. I'm like, what am I doing with these? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I shouldn't probably keep these, you know, like this feels weird. And so I finally like ditched them all. Mm -hmm. And then literally the next day, Brian proposed. Oh, wow. So it's like a weird energy thing, you know, like you got to clear your old out to get ready for the new. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, I've never received those letters, so I don't Mm. have to clear them out. But I hear (laughs) you can mentally clear. (laughs) I well. I actually did. Well, earlier this week, I did. Burned I felt sage. like I meant. I, 
<laughs> Smoke some sage. Smoke some sage. <laughs> Clear out your brain. <laughs> uh, oh, no. Going back, though. Pass letters. Well, number one. Yeah, letters. Great. Write yes. letters to people. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. Did I, you, you said that you cleared something out this I week? Did, I did clear out this week. I, felt, I had a moment of like, oh, yeah, I don't think you need to be worried about that anymore. Oh, like, that's like, good. So it was good. No, but it was like a... The details are unimportant, but it was a moment of just like, uh, like that's not worth your time. The devil's in the details. I mean, no, it's just like it's not worth your. It's just that's not worth your time. Well, it's that's like good. A, yeah, it was that really healthy. It was oddly freeing because it came out of like yeah, it came out of kind of nowhere. So that's good. Hmm. I think that's yeah, that's positive. Hmm. But letters. I mean, every once in a while, I'm like, wow, I would have liked to have looked back and seen what. I wrote or what he wrote when we were, you know, 21 years old, like what kind of dumb things, but it's probably good that they're gone. <laughs> I, on F- Facebook messenger every rare once in a while, I'll get someone I haven't talked to in years will contact me. Mm-hmm. And one of them, but not, this was a couple years ago, but sent me a message and I hadn't talked to them since college Ooh. and I scroll and I scrolled up you could see oh my skin fucking crawled <laughs> I was like I remember writing this but it's like I was just trying to be funny and it wasn't funny I mean I mean I it, it was just Aww. not like vile or bad it was just like this is not funny like you are funnier than this this is just lame <laughs> like you're just I read it was you're like getting your feet underneath well, you I was like 21 year old Justin you thought you were the shit you were a wiener <laughs> a grade a wiener so <laughs> I think we all were that's oh, the beauty of it isn't it yeah oh my goodness absolutely you know so what i was going to say about this movie that yes. you may you may disagree with and i don't mm, have this as like a maybe. fully formed thought but so the movie does feel very frantic at times mm-hmm. and it and it it feels very almost I don't want to say like surreal but the way he talks is so abrupt at times with people no filter right is the thing but then people will early in the movie I felt more than later will respond in kind at times to him with that like mm. even the psychiatrist telling him at times kind of things he wants to hear mm-hmm. so what I wonder is this this is what I'm proposing of silver linings playbook because we don't get really many scenes things he wants to hear I I, rem- I forget exactly what I wrote I don't know that I wrote it down but there was something in that first meeting with the therapist with Patel Dr. yeah Patel? That the therapist gave him objectively not great advice I thought it was something like Something about contacting oh, his wife. Oh, I was going to say wearing like, his jersey. <laughs> that was really funny. Oh God, yeah. What what jersey should I wear? Should I wear a dress shirt or like my jersey? Well, whose jersey is it? And, it's Sean Johnson, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, it's like oh, he's yeah. like well, he's the man. I can't find it. Oh, the exchange about the jersey was fantastic. Oh, um, that actually that is where I made this note. Uh, so it was the jersey because yeah. it jumped to this. It, it, and then when how Jennifer Lawrence even responded when he met her, very yeah. frankly, I wonder, and just marinate on this for a second, okay? The movie, we he is in pretty much every scene, right? Yeah. We don't get a scene where he is removed. Yeah. Is this a unreliable narrator in that the beginning of the there movie? Is no, narrator. no, but I mean, bear with me here. The, are we seeing the movie to some extent through his eyes? Like hmm. as though he is like not retelling it. But that, that would explain why the beginning is more frantic. And as it goes on towards the end, he it's becomes more, more focused yeah. on like the dancing. It becomes more relaxed. And even his interactions with people aren't as fast paced. Hmm. And the dialogue becomes much more like I felt 
natural and kind of flowing versus in the beginning it was very like fa- staccato yeah hmm. so that's what, and, and so not unreliable narrator isn't the right wording exactly but do you get what I mean where yeah. maybe the movie and he is growing as the movie goes on and that's why I yeah. said to me same thing but I thing, don't know felt... if that's because of him specifically or whether it's just because he like I don't Maybe it's a result of him rather than, like, I'm trying to think of the word. Like, maybe it's as a result of his behavior, but not caused by his behavior. Does that make sense? Like, I think you're saying more like that was a possibly, like, thing that's, like, showing his brain or through his eyes yeah, which that, i think kind of... is interesting especially, maybe especially but i would we... think that it's more related to his growth in the movie yeah yeah just like how he's changing the the only strong argument that i well not strong but again there's not a scene i don't even know if there is a scene in the movie where he is not in you know what I mean? Like involved in it. I don't think we get a scene where it's just like his dad and the mom and they are in the house while he's all the way over There's here. There's one right? or... where his dad chases the guy taking videos back to his own house. Well, but but Bradley Cooper is involved in that general yeah. scene. I'm saying there's not like a standalone breakaway scene where like he's dancing and then they cut to the house yeah. with the mom and the dad. That's I don't true. know. I think it's something to... I just thought it was neat as I was watching it that it did feel very like as he calmed mm-hmm. down, the entire movie calmed down. As yeah. he got more focused, the entire movie got yeah. focused. And again, maybe I'm not picking the right, the best way to say it of an unreliable narrator, but that also no, made I me know think the, even the wording that other characters would choose, like again, Jennifer Lawrence, when they first meet, how abrupt she is. Mm-hmm. Even some of their dialogues shifted and became a little more eloquent, I felt, as the movie went on, which again hmm. made me think like, are we just, are we supposed to be kind of seeing this through his eyes i don't know i just thought it was a neat little idea yeah just like a fun little thing that (laughs) whether it's true or not it's kind of i i I liked it yeah you're talking about like the difference in the energy and the action and all that Mm -hmm. um i guess it took like four years and 25 different rewrites to get this right and it's based on a novel which came out in 2008 and i guess david o russell got the rights like right away and was going to work with sydney pollock on it as the producer he's like a very famous director and mm. producer and then he died in 2008 but he was saying this is going to be really difficult because it's you got serious material here how are you going to make that funny like what are you going to do to hit the right notes and he did he certainly did i think Oh, I absolutely. And it's, it's, this movie was, once I realized it wasn't about alcoholism and was in fact about like, I don't know, mental illness and grieving, grieving for different things and, Mm -hmm. you know, working on yourself and all of that. Mm-hmm. It is really funny, and not just it does slapstick. There's absolutely mm. slapstick in this movie, like physical crazy, comedy, tons of it. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of like clever little things going on, like mm-hmm. the dad having OCD and having to move the like the controllers yeah. around, and 
the running gag of Chris Tucker trying to escape. I, I mean, in the little thing of getting cereal, that put me in stitches. This is what I, the uh, raisin brand. Yeah, he's like, I, I want to make it clear this isn't a date. Like, you can eat cereal on a date. Well, this isn't a date. I'm married. <laughs> it was so good. Hey, also, good. did you notice in this movie that it could have very well been called uh, people running after each other? There are a couple of different things. No, sir. It's not a couple of different things. I submit that if we timed it, probably a 10 to 20% of this movie is oh, them run, you mean physically running I after each other. I was saying that in other languages, silver linings is not a thing. So they struggle with how to name the movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> literally. Yes. Oh, really? Was, okay. Yeah. Like, Is that actually what you were looking up? Yeah, that's oh, one it, of the things. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm curious what they did. They actually in one language call it people running after each other. Well, that's what I was going to say like that, that I thought you were referencing. Uh, let me find it. No, I'm The joking. French title of this film is Happiness Therapy. Um, <laughs> there are a bunch of them. I'm on pins and needles for you to say that one of them actually was. Had something to do with running after each other. My boyfriend is a psycho. Is the Russian title that absolutely doesn't sound like a good <laughs> good title? That is not a good title for this movie. Uh, the good side of things is Spain. Well, that's a good. I like that one. Uh, the Latin American one is Games of Destiny. Greece, it's Optimistic Guide. Uh, Italy is Positive Thinking. Portugal is Guide for Ultimate Happiness. Turkey is My Light of Hope. And Hungary is sunny side. So they really don't know what to do. Wow. Well, I guess that title. when you use like a turn of phrase to some extent like that, like, or not a turn of phrase, a, um, what would that be? It's idiom. Not an idiom. Okay. Yeah. An idiom. Yeah. I guess it really doesn't translate. Yeah. It's very difficult, but it's from John Milton originally. Uh, it says it comes from the common expression. Every cloud has a silver lining. Uh, which means nothing is all bad. The first documented use of this phrase is in 1634 from John Milton's work, Comus I. So it's difficult. And then playbook is also kind of difficult. Like the written list of athletic strategies that a coach uses, like <laughs> that's tough. So it's just tough all around. But it works so well with the Eagles and... All of that. And also the very first thing he says in the movie is like, you know, life is tough and life is going to beat you down and all this, but you got to find the silver lining no matter what, right? Like you're facing a big challenge in your life right now at this very moment right here and uh, life will break your heart, but there's always a silver lining. If you stay positive, you have a shot at a silver lining. That's a good philosophy in a way, but it also sounds like Serenity Now and Seinfeld to some extent. <laughs> yeah. Like, Serenity Now! Well, he's, that's because he does it. He sounds crazy. Like, and he's real hopped up and he's all energetic. And, and you're like, whoa, this guy. And then the guy that George. Stop talking. And the guy that George got Serenity Now from in Seinfeld had a nervous breakdown, there if you I go. remember correctly. See? See? But. Back to what I was saying as well. You didn't pick up on how much running there was and running after each other. Anytime he's well, out yeah, jogging, he's jogging. She's, she's running yeah. after him or he's running after her. And he's like, where do you keep coming from? How do you know when I run? The end of the movie, he's running after her. I'm telling yeah. you, if you watch this with an eye towards I mean, they how... must spend so much time. I can't imagine if they did all that 
running in one day i was running wondering the same thing that would be exhausting they said it was a 33 day shoot and i feel like 10 of those days is had to be running. running. It had to genuinely yeah, be and he's running. wearing a trash bag. Oh my God. It's such a bad idea. Well, they keep referencing that he was really big before, too. Yeah, I would have loved to have seen, you know, like a photoshopped before picture of what he looks like. Because everyone's like, whoa, you're thin now. And uh, it was so good, I guess. And then did you hear... What? That, like, at the end, his mom mentioned... That she would call Tiffany to tell her he was going out for a run. So that's how she knew. Oh, I didn't hear that. Yeah. So that's how she knew that he was going to come by. His mom would call as he went out and be like, I think he's going to run by your house. And then she would get ready. So she totally had it like No, that I did not pick up on. Yeah. And I love Julia Stiles. Yeah. She's so good. Her husband was hilarious oh too God. in it about how how he's just like drowning <laughs> yeah. in debt. And like you... I just keep shoving it down. It's fine. <laughs> Marriage is like that. And he's like, no, it's not, man. That's not good. And he's like, no, it's fine. It's so awful. He's like, we can play music for the baby in every room with the iPods, which is such old technology now. Like, none of those work. That's what I was thinking, too. Like, Uh, you had all of those run in your house. Oh, as someone that works on houses, that broke my heart to know how hard that was to put in and how stupid it is. With those 30 pin things that they don't use anymore. Oh. And he gave him an iPod, but his old one. And he was telling him to get into commercial real estate and then made it sound like a terrible idea <laughs> this is oh my it's goodness so good. it's, it hits a lot of notes for you that i was like man this is funny for justin tell me more sarah <laughs> tell me more because i agree but i want to see what you well think. the commercial real estate yeah yes the um running as therapy instead of absolutely you know, instead of getting actual therapy, <laughs> <I'm doing> therapy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, done, I've certainly done that <laughs> the maybe like not getting over an ex kind of Oh, that's absolutely me. You don't need to be shy about that. (laughs) Um, What was the other one? Oh, gosh. Now I can't think of what the other one was. Crap. Yeah. And then like people setting you up and stuff. Like people like to do that. No one's ever set me up. What? One person in my life has set me up once and it was in college. Really? It was the girl I dated in college. I got kind of set up with. And that was, that's the only time we've talked about this. I've had friends actively tell me they will not set me up, which is baffling to me All right, because I would think, I think I'm quite the, I would be quite the catch. But you're not obsessed with the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not obsessed with the Philadelphia Eagles. That's good. I guess. Although (laughs) you could see me getting really excited when they won last weekend. So I'm totally going to root for them in the Super Bowl. This is actually kind of a good... Yeah. I didn't even think of that. And the Bengals lost, and I was like, well, this is an easy choice. The Eagles. Like, they seem great. And they've only been once, and they won. They did. Yeah, and I guess Bradley Cooper went to the game, and they kept showing him on the Jumbotron Is he actually stuff. from Philadelphia? He's from Philly, I yeah. didn't know that. And then Jennifer Lawrence apparently was on a flight back to Los Angeles during the game, and she got on the loudspeaker and led everyone in a chant for the Eagles. They, like, totally, like, 
leaned into that after this movie. So I kind of love that. That's great. No. It, Robert De Niro, he's a New Yorker. New York, Okay, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't yeah. know he was in this movie, and that was a delight when he came I on know. screen. He's so good, and Jackie Weaver, too. Jackie Weaver, who is, he, he was in Goodfellas. So they've worked together before. Yeah, she's awesome. Or not Jackie Weaver. No, no, the guy that. Oh, I thought Randy. That was the guy's name. Yeah, Randy was in. Yeah, Goodfellas I was like, I don't know her. In that, no, she. But she's been in a bunch, and apparently, when Jennifer Lawrence came on set, all three of them were standing together: mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, Robert De Niro, and Jackie Weaver. And she ran up and like grabbed Jackie Weaver and was like, "I love you. You're amazing!" And like ignored both the men. She was just so excited to see Jackie Weaver. Jackie Weaver, who was in father, was in the film Father Stew with Mark Wahlberg that my mother very much enjoyed. Really? She loved Father Stew. Father Stew. She was trying to get me to watch Father I Stew mean, so bad. I have I've never even heard You've never heard of, of the one where movie. Mark Wahlberg is a is a uh, some sort of criminal that turns into a priest. He makes good. Oh god. I thought maybe it was like some sort of a soup of dads no, or something. No, this is a father stew. <laughs> yeah. So you thought it was S T E W. It in fact is S T U, though it appears as though Mel Gibson is in it. See? Dad's and, everywhere. Oh, Malcolm McDowell's actually in Father Stew. I met him. We talked about that. You did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. So once we're hmm. sure my mom wants me to watch Father That's Stew. That's hilarious. Um, is it David O. Russell? Because you say Mark Wahlberg, and I say, did you know he was actually cast in this first? Mm-hmm. Mark Wahlberg was yeah. cast in Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. But David O'Russell decided he... to switch him out. He was in The Fighter. That was his last, that was David <sighs> O'Russell's last movie was The Fighter. So he thought, let's do Mark Wahlberg. But then he saw Bradley Cooper and he said that he noticed that when he's acting in some things, he looks really angry and then looks like he's trying to hold it back. And he's like, that's perfect for this character. Yeah. So he used to finesse. Mark Wahlberg can be a very good actor. See Boogie Yeah, Nights. he was in the, in the fighter. And yeah. Father Stew, apparently, according <laughs> to my mother. <laughs> the Stew of Dads. But she would not for like Sarah three weeks. She kept bringing up Father Stew and how I should what see it. What year was this? Father Stew? Father Stew is like a couple years. 2022. I've never heard of this movie. Father Stew. It's apparently based on a real story. <laughs> oh my god! It was a it was a real passion project oh. for Mark Wahlberg, who is a devout Catholic. Oh wow! And yeah, huh? Long story short, if if you trust my mother's movie reviews, see Father Stew. It's apparently very uplifting. Okay. I'm gonna guess it takes place in Boston, but I don't know that for sure. Wow. No, but Mark Wahlberg can be a good actor. Oh yeah. I can't see him though being like in this. That was a really it's good way to put it. The that right he's like energy. holding. There's Bradley Cooper is like oddly vulnerable in this, mm-hmm. even when he's being standoffish. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah. like in the dancing scene. Oh, and, and then oddly, like also open. Yeah. Uh, what's the word? Um, woke. <laughs> oh yeah, where he the guy is shows up on Jennifer Lawrence's porch yeah. and he's like, "Hey man, listen." Hey, she she has a broken wing, but she's mending it. That she's was... getting it fixed, and she's hearing him say that. He's like, "She's artistic. She's sensitive. She doesn't do that anymore." Come on, let me walk you to your car. And he's like, "But she just texted me." <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It that was... was one of my favorite scenes ever. Like he shows up at her door. Her parents are like, "Not again!" Thinking that he's going to be the shifting. And then this yeah. other guy shows up too. And he's like, "Hey." I'm here for Tiffany's like all sweaty and excited and they're like see 
men just show up at our door. And that was the that was the brilliant way to handle it because Bradley Cooper's character he was oblivious to the fact that yeah. to the parent in the parents' eyes they were yeah. the same guy doing right. the same thing. Yeah. He's like, hey, buddy, no, 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 it's not like that. Oh God! But like that's that's brilliant where he protects her there, and then there was that one little scene of jealousy to some extent where chris tucker is dancing with her and you oh, can kind of yeah. see him like positioning okay, okay, and boxing okay. him okay. out we don't need your help anymore i know i thought that was that was really good yeah because that is kind of like yeah i think we've all felt that where you're like kind of slowly realizing you like somebody and maybe it is that pang of jealousy mm-hmm. that you're like oh wait maybe i and do she's so gorgeous <laughs> like did you know she gained weight for this role? I didn't, but like I... Like, David O'Russell asked her to gain weight for this role I, to be more curvy. I... Yeah, she's... She's so ridiculous. I mentioned once before, and you said, stop talking because I have thoughts. I had a friend. <laughs> she is from Louisville, Kentucky, I believe. Yeah. And I had a friend that did a camp, helped at a camp in Kentucky. Yeah. And I jokingly said, did you see Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. To which he responded... Every girl at that camp looked like they could be cousins with her. I'm like, ha, 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 ha. He's like, no, seriously. Like, they, there's something. I don't think he would be the type to say in the water, but that's what I'm going to say, he said. Uh, Guess we're going to hang out in Louisville. Well, and I don't. And I said to him, like, are you just trying to get me to do this camp? Because, like, (laughs) that's probably one of the most beautiful women (laughs) ever, period. He's like, no, I'm seriously telling you they all look like Jennifer Lawrence. And Mm. um, ever since, yes, I've loved Kentucky. You've thought about Louisville. Well, have you seen the pictures of her and Helen Mirren at her age next oh, to yeah. each other? So like it's terror it's, it's scary crazy. how close they look. Yeah. They look like they should be related. I know. And if she's gonna age like that, oh my God. Well, in my life of coincidences and in weird my things. Life of I love these you. coincidences. Yeah. Uh Anytime I read a book or watch a movie, something always connects weirdly. Really? Like, oh, and then it's like, this connects to that. And it's it's like, like I go through a theme of things. It's mm-hmm. usually in like threes or fours, weird things. But so watch this movie. And then my neighbor's like, all right, our next book club book is Winter's Bone. Oh. And Winter's Bone is Jennifer Lawrence's first starring role and first Oscar nomination. And she was what? 18 or 19 she's super young and we just and then they watched the movie of it too and we're going to book club tomorrow and talking about the book so i just literally just finished the book and it's like i can't get away from jennifer lawrence she's everywhere i mean i'm gonna be honest i wish i've had that problem they thought that she was too pretty so they wouldn't cast her and then she like didn't shower for two weeks on purpose, took an overnight flight to New York and then ran like 10 blocks to the audition and showed up like all messy and did the audition. They were like, okay, you're perfect. And obviously she was because she got an Oscar nomination and she's super young and amazing. And that is such a good book. Is it? Really good. Really, really good. Yeah. I've never seen the movie. I've never read the book. (laughs) It's... Whew. I mean, it's set in the Ozarks. It's is it depressing. It's intense, there's a or... lot of meth. Really? And there's a lot of drugs. There's a lot of weird family hill people stuff. And I mean, she has to find her dad so that they don't take their house away. And her mom is like gone nutty and can't like raise, can't raise her two brothers. So she raises them. 
Like, if you were to ask me, what do you think Winter's Bone is? <laughs> like, give me even a time frame. I 100% thought it was set during the Civil War. Oh, no. I just made, I, I made that up in my mind years ago. No. So I would have been very, if you haven't picked up yet, I do just kind of decide apropos of no information what something is <laughs> what going to it? be. <laughs> And what do you think Banshee of Inisherin is about? I think I I I may have actually read this. I think it's about two friends having a falling out. Yes. Okay. Then I may have actually seen that. But do you know what setting? Like what year? Or anything going on? Well, you did tell me earlier. Oh, crap, I did. Yeah, you did tell me that earlier. Yeah. But, but I didn't know that until I started you, watching it. Prior to you telling me that, I would have probably guessed like eighteen hundreds. Oh. Ireland. I thought it was recent, and then I'm like, why are all these houses? Where are the TVs? See, I thought it was a while. Ago. Yeah, I would have yeah. thought that was a while ago. It's fun. It's fun. We should just read things and then guess what they're about. <laughs> <laughs> See how close we get. Yeah. We did that for a movie once on here, I think. Did we? I I wrote down what I thought a movie was going to be before it we we watched oh, it and then I read yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Yep. I will admit this. <clears throat> Have and I and I I want to preface this so I don't feel as weird about it. Have okay. you ever had a celebrity get married and and you kind of feel your heart drop a little Definitely. bit because you kind of thought yeah. maybe maybe or you find out they're already married and you're yeah like, damn it. yeah but okay because when jen i found so, like, out their jen, high school sweetheart or something when i found out she was engaged to like an art dealer i genuinely mm. felt my heart sink a little not like crazy but just a little because i really do think i i think if we met we would have hit it off I, yeah. really, I really think we would have <laughs> i think i i think i think we would have had a good time talking i think we'd have a lot of things to talk about i don't really know much about her but from yeah. from Louisville, I've been there. Right. There's a place to start. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I stayed at a hotel downtown and took a bourbon tour. <laughs> you know Talk that. Talk to me right? about that. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a weird pool hall there. Have you been there? Probably. I can't tell you where it's at. <laughs> I went into the basement. Do you like horse racing? Are you into horse racing? I could be into horse racing. Yeah. Well, I she st- lives in New York now. I, 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 the less I know, the better. My mm. heart can only take so much. Wait, who's yours? Who's one that made your heart kind of drop or jump? Because oh. this makes me feel more, more normal and human. I don't know. It happens like when I'm looking up on IMDb and then I'm like, ah. Oh. But then I'm like, well, that's good for them. And I'm always happy when they have like a long marriage. Mm-hmm. But then when their marriages break up, then I'm kind of mad. Like Ewan McGregor, I loved him in Moulin Rouge. And then I found out he'd been married since like forever, like 95 or something. I was like, oh, well, that's cool. He has a wife and four kids or something. And then he was on Fargo and ran off with his co-star. So fuck him. No, I'm mad at him. That hurts. Yeah, that one hurts. Yeah, but I loved him. Mm. Um, The guys from Flight of the Concords for a while, I thought they were amazing. And then I think at least one of them got married. And I was like, which one? Which one more? It's funny. I think I went back and forth. Like at first I liked Brett. (laughs) At first I liked Brett. And he was like, I don't know, little, little squirt guy not a big guy and then i was like mm, maybe i like jermaine and he's done like a lot of stuff since yeah. then i feel like he's been everywhere so i don't know i don't know i need to think about it because i know i've done it before yeah it's i like, can specifically <sighs> say jennifer lawrence is like really the one that i was like oh mate because i i think we're not not s- allison brie she's married to dave franco I thought they were just dating. 
this is my heart dropping on air. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me make it clear. I'm very happy for both of these people. <laughs> I just, I hate I just, to break it to you. No, you did just break it to me. I thought they were just dating. Oh. Well, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy for her. She's They're wonderful. Married. Well, And now Zoe Deschanel is... Married, married to, I think married hmm. to one of the property brothers. Really? Yeah, she got divorced. Hmm. She named her kids something weird like Fox and something. And then she got divorced. I used to think Zoe Deschanel and I would hit it off. I don't think now that I've grown a little bit, I, I think Not we'd be much. better. I think we'd be better as friends. Well, let me tell you this. <laughs> While David O. Russell was writing the screenplay for this. Was it Zoe Deschanel up he for something? He had her Shut in mind first. No. Yeah. Really? This movie with Mark Wahlberg and Zoe Deschanel would be terrible. Well, let me tell you something else. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Mark Wahlberg that he had her in mind when he was first writing it. Okay, okay. He had her and someone else, a, com- a more comedian person. Do you have any guesses? A young Steve Martin. No. What? Can, We're not doing we... fantasy land. <laughs> Steve Martin could play. He no. could play late 40s at that time, maybe. No. Um, a comedian with Zoe Deschanel who could act a little unhinged. I know it. this is not the answer. I know that. But my guess would be Steve Carell. Because oh. that just seems out of nowhere. That would be interesting. I... No. But I like it. Uh, Vince Vaughn. It would be a different I would watch, movie. Yeah, I don't know that it would be the same type of good, yeah. but I don't think it would be a train wreck. Yeah, I could see Vince Vaughn actually really doing well in this role yeah. if they could dial back to Vince Vaughn. Right, of it, that's you know? the problem. He could be a caricature. The, he did the dramatic role in True Detective, and I fucking oh, yeah. hated it. Really hated it. See, I kind of liked it oh, a little bit. God, I couldn't see past, and he was so boring and just. I hated it so much. I didn't hate it as much as and you. I hated Rachel McAdams. Ugh. Hated it. I think she and I would get along too. I know. <laughs> I obviously have figured out your type. But um <laughs> I would love to see Vince Vaughn in something because he was I haven't watched Swingers in a while, but I remember him being good yeah, in he was that. Great. I mean, granted yeah. it was younger. Yeah. But But nobody has the unlike almost unbridled barely under control rage thing that bradley cooper does that's a good point. which is what he was doing in the wedding movie wedding crashers, wedding crashers. with, oh, with vince, vince vaughn, vaughn and yeah. rachel mcadams oh. which i think is kind of where this came from yeah have you seen uh licorice pizza yet no oh you got to treat yourself it's on amazon it is a it is such a feel-good movie too i mean you will just walk out feeling good he's in it and he does the same no no uh, bradley cooper oh and he does the same thing where there's this boiling rage underneath but he's staying calm because he's in it his character is dating Barbara Streisand and the kid keeps oh. pronouncing her her name wrong. Barbara? No, he's just like Barbara Str- Strickland? No. Stri- Strickland? <laughs> like he's getting the barber right and, it, and Bradley Cooper is just simmering. It, huh. It's it. He does the exact same thing. Wow, I never, I guess I never realized how good of a job he does with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I guess at one point Anne Hathaway was being considered but then they, they got Jennifer Lawrence and at first they thought maybe she was too young because she was only 21 Mm -hmm. 
She was 22 when the movie came out. Mm -hmm. She was supposed to be playing, I guess, 30 something. Yeah, I really didn't get. I I didn't care about their ages. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it worked. Thirties ish. Yeah. The thing I wonder is, this is a Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Like, wonder how it, he took to her, or how she handled him. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't didn't she say in her Oscar speech thanked Harvey Weinstein like for killing whoever he needed to or something? I think she mentioned him in the really? speech. I could have sworn I might be that maybe another actress. Huh. Maybe that was. Gwyneth Paltrow, but I thought yeah, it was. because she thanked him too. Wasn't he involved in Shakespeare in Love? Yeah, they. they it, it's my understanding that Shakespeare in Love was one of the f first movies that he really did his Hollywood blitz. Oh yeah, he's Miramax. The, he's the one yeah. that made it a thing to like lobby people how yeah. they did, you know, to get the awards. I was just reading about that. Yeah, I'm. I could have sworn that she. Yeah, no, hmm. Harvey. Harvey, thank you for killing whoever you had to to get me up here today. <laughs> So there you go. That's prophetic. God, yeah. That dude is just. You Ooh. know, you know that Peter Jackson, one of the orcs in Lord of the Rings, he specifically designed after Harvey Weinstein because really? he didn't like him. Really, everybody knew that dude was like He's shifty. Awful. Apparently, yeah. Like, there's tons of characters that people base stuff off of of just how shitty a dude he was. Yikes! In even an Entourage, I forget which character it was, but they had a, a character a that Harvey. was. It was supposed to be Harvey. It was, uh, yeah, because Vince kept screwing him over. And he huh. kept saying, like, you'll never work in this town again. I cannot remember the guy's name. But huh. might have even been named Harvey. The guy's name Harvey. might have been Harvey. <laughs> I got to look that up. Yeah. I was just amazed at how many, like, Brian and I were watching this YouTube video of all of the Best Picture winners from the beginning of the Oscars mm. until currently. Mm. How many times... The same actor is one, one year to the next, like double years. What do you mean? That they're in the same best picture? Or? Yeah. Hmm. Same best picture. It happened like three times. Hmm. And then weirdly, Ra Ray Fiennes and Joseph Fiennes are back to back in a movie too. Hmm. And then it happens all the time with nominations too, because this movie was nominated for best picture. Hmm. And then the year after, 2013, American Hustle was nominated for Best Picture, too. And it's just like filmmakers get in these like grooves mm -hmm. or something. It's just weird. Or, the, or actors get in grooves where they just like hit big yeah. two years in a row. It's like a really strange. Well, I don't even know thing. if it is really strange because I like uh, Elton John talked about uh, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Mm -hmm. And even people that worked with it, it was either he talked about it or people that worked. I think it's people that worked with him on it talked about how you will just get in this kind of artistic uh slipstream at one point yeah. in your career and it's nothing you can will into being and it's a thing you may only be in one time it makes sense and, and i bet with actors it's probably a combination of that and also that like if you hit it hot on one thing people want to see you well you can your agent can yeah. probably get you into the more sought after thing yeah. maybe That's or you true. can point around but also or a director like, likes you like david o'russell then cast both of them in American Hustle and in Joy. And it's something else that Bradley Cooper was in. Like, you know, you get where you use certain actors. Like the Coen brothers do that too. And it's very common. Wes Anderson. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The wes -iverse. Yeah. American Hustle. I got to watch that again. I bet it doesn't age well. Like I bet, it did, I I bet it's not it as good as I, I thought. I cannot remember anything about it. Yeah. Like at all. I remember her in her dress. 
Yeah. That's really the main. In yeah. the, in the, Amy Adams. In the, uh, Jennifer Lawrence in this Jennifer instance. Jennifer Lawrence. But and Amy Adams is wearing Co- something really big and shiny too. One that Bradley Cooper either gained weight or wore a fat suit. I remember yeah, that too. Yeah, that's right. And that's about all. And he was all hairy. That's about all I remember. They said that he's actually a very good dancer. He was better than her. Really? And even though she was supposed to be like the more trained one. What I can't figure out about this movie is why... It's just such a random conceit in the book and in the movie. Like, I'm doing this dance thing and you have to do it with me. It's so interesting. See, to me, but that's <clears throat> that's what makes it feel real. Because really? that would be, to me, that would be a thing if, like, huh. two people that are kind of uh, maybe mentally not in the best place trying to get something that each of them wants. And it's like, yeah, I like dancing. Dancing is what I do. I can only do this dance thing if you help me. Like, you're, to <laughs> me, that felt real. Like, yeah. very real to me. And then it just turned out to be, like, a really fancy dance. Like That's not what I expected. I know, it was I really, like, ballroom dance. Professional dancers. Yeah, and it's like, what the, how did you find this? Would like, you have, let's talk about this dance for the next two and a half hours. Okay. Would you have... You okay? You Sarah? Yeah. Someone says we're doing a dance competition. Yeah. Cool, you're in. You because no way Bradley Cooper actually knew what this looked like. He couldn't. Right. Have. No, he did mention that there were professional dancers, but yeah. Would you, if you show up to that room, be able to perform? Do you I think mean, you could if you walked into that? I guess. I don't know. It would be different. I don't know. I think I could do it if, if mm-hmm. I stood outside and saw no one else perform prior to me going in. Because if I saw well, someone else perform and I was like, oh. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Especially given their routine, which was all over, over the, the place. place. Oh, my God. I did like it, though, because there's it had heart. Yeah. And man, how they, so they do a lift. It, so it's like they, they have a normal dance oh routine. My God. Then it cuts into how like fell in love with the girl. after that lift? Well, she was grabbing his head. That was so funny. And her put crotch was in like, his face. she's like grabbing his face and his head and like looking around nervously. I'm like, that's not well. I mean, but good. that's <laughs> but but I I thought that was super funny it was because hilarious. there was a movie I think prior to this was the Emma Stone movie with Ryan Gosling that I think we did. Where she's like, La La Land? do the li- no, they they were in another one. Oh, Whereas crazy do the stupid lift. Lift. Yeah, yeah, we're do the lift, and he does yeah. the lift, and then obviously they were doing the, um, dirty dancing. Yeah, yeah, dirty dancing lift. Yeah, and then when they say like do the move in this, you're kind of thinking it's gonna be the same thing. Do the lift. And then it just goes. He can't get her up and over. It- <laughs> <laughs> she sits on his shoulder, and like, <laughs> it's just awful. It's so funny. Well, and also, to add fuel to this fire... How did they get a five? To be fair, I have, I have no idea how these things are scored. Yeah. I mean... Scored out of ten. Scored out of ten, but what would be... Like, what would be... As, a five, in theory, would be, I guess, average. I guess. I I mean, I th- I really thought they did five fiveable. I thought that was a very fiveable <laughs> routine. I'm sitting here huh. feeling. A- but then you saw the other people, and they got like a seven point two or something, and they were really fucking good. <laughs> did they only get sevens? I thought they were getting yeah. like higher than that. The one that they showed. I I mean, but here's my question, and I yeah. say this having taken a ballroom dance class, which we're going to talk about oh, in just yeah, a second. 
I feel in my heart that emotion has to count for something. And that routine was smoldering, Sarah. That routine was <laughs> smoldering. Okay. I thought it was a. I I enjoyed the routine, and also that they had that like fell in love with a girl breakdown. Yeah, I thought that was inventive. But again, is it ballroom dance? Because that's not ballroom dance. It's not ballroom dance. And it seemed like everybody else was like straight out of Dancing with the Stars, kind of like very buttoned up. I would go to this. This looks like something that would be a lot of fun to go to because it was the a Benjamin dance floor. Franklin. Well, it was a dance floor surrounded by like dinner, fancy dinner tables, yeah. and a cocktail, a full bar. Yeah, I would go to that if someone said, "Do you want to go to a dance competition?" No, thank you. Do you want to go to a dance competition that's fancy dress that? You get dinner in full bar. Absolutely, I would go to that. <laughs> and the Eagles game is on in the bar. I wouldn't care about or the, the Eagles game, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! And what I loved so much about this too, I love when people get and you you don't see it very often, but when you do, it like makes your heart sing. What? People that just do a thing for fun and and aren't expecting to win necessarily. How everybody exploded that they got a five. And I know yeah. that in the movie the No, they was exploded. Like, Everyone else was like, oh Well no, but sorry. that's what I mean. The people they the family oh, yeah. exploded and got excited and you, you know, had to get at least a five. Well they were excited about the bet, but I think like they were also excited because they just genuinely had fun and did well. Yeah. I thought like Jennifer Lawrence and Bradley Cooper particularly. And yeah. I love that when you're you're occasionally at a thing and you see someone that outperforms what they thought they were going to do, right. even if in the context it's nothing amazing. Yeah, and it's just so easy to get behind that. I, I mean, mm-hmm. you see that every once in a while, like a kid, like a kid sport or something like that, or a parent yeah, it's that gets not really about excited. the competition. It's about yeah. the people, yeah, and their journey, yeah. And I love that. I think that's so much fun when it happens. And that's also what I loved about this is everybody's looking around like, what the fuck? It's like, no, you got into ballroom dance for <laughs> the love so of the, the... Well, if you're into ballroom dance, you're in love with rhythm, Sarah. Oh. The rhythm of life. Okay, and I hope that woke all that. those people up. Woke them up. I hope it woke them all up. And they said, well, maybe maybe we do need to make it more about the passion. Huh. About feeling. All right. I liked it. So I took, <laughs> I did take ballroom dance in college. Yeah. And I am very embarrassed to admit, I don't remember a goddamn thing. Really? Yeah. And it's, but I loved it. I really had a, a really fun time. And the teacher was a very sweet woman whose name I cannot remember. Hmm. But she told everybody, when you get married, contact me and I will choreograph your first dance with your husband or wife for free, even if they are not a UD grad. Hmm. I have no idea if this woman, because she was. She's still alive. She, she was probably. I, you're she, betting you're playing. She might have been in her mid, like mid 60s by then. I mean, Uh-oh. clearly a woman that was in shape. Like she had been a professional dancer. Yeah. And she loved dancing. Mm-hmm. And she made it so much fun. And, and here's. um, Okay. It was like a 9 a.m. class, I think. And hmm. so I would have to go to the tour guide office and work from like 8 till 9. And then go over at nine. The reason you're t- taking tours at eight a.m. Yeah, Ew. it's terrible. Yeah. I accidentally got tours switched up, and you didn't, you couldn't take a dorm tour until like eleven. Yeah. And I got switched up on what I was doing, and took someone into a student's dorm room at like nine in the morning while they were asleep. Oops. I know, and I had to apologize. I'm like, oh, they they should be awake by now. It's like, oh no, I just fucked up. Oh. I so I would go do that and be very early. And I was supposed to take this course with a friend of mine, Katie, who then left ud over the summer but didn't tell me so Mm. i showed up to this ballroom dance class i'm telling you everyone in it is it's either a couple or just a friend 
everyone knew someone in that class except a guy that was there for the, like a um, some sort of seminary type program who was in his like <laughs> okay. late 30s early 40s mm-hmm. and he was really friendly and me we were the only really two people friendly that did sounds what do you mean really friendly well, no just talkative like okay. nice like kind <laughs> not creepy but just like kind and um it, but it was and it, and it those are the only people that everyone else was paired up and so you got to dance with a really friendly guy no it was they paired <laughs> <laughs> he was on my team for the final there was a final it was a competition and the winners my team won by the way how do you have a team dance competition well sarah in the course we learned i can't remember how many dance styles like probably four five six mm-hmm. you know like so we learned like tango and waltz and all of that mm-hmm. and so your team had to pick she broke the class up into like three or four teams mm-hmm. and your team had to pick which pair would dance the tango which pair would dance uh, the whatever okay. and then you went in and Meringue. she and she would score it the pachanga <laughs> and she would score it mm. i cannot tell you what i got I cannot tell. All I remember is my team won and I got a uh, cookies and cream Hershey chocolate bar. And wow. and here's what's not going to shock you. I never ate it because, no, I stuck it in my drawer because that was my award. Okay. And I never and I have no doubt I still have that chocolate bar Ew. in a box somewhere because <laughs> it was my award. Yeah. <sighs> well, you should probably eat it. And I remember. Not anymore. I remember when now. you were doing... Um, one dance again i can't remember i feel terrible because i can't remember any of the steps and they were like a lot of fun and she was a great teacher but one of them you would like she's she described it as you would lead the woman well because you're leading when you're, yeah you would lead the woman under your arm kind of like and all Justin i remember has is she, both his hands out trying to with his arms <laughs> spread wide and his fingers out i'm trying you would you would you would lead the woman through. I'm, this is her description of it. Okay. Um, and it was I was dancing with a girl, uh, Audrey, because I remember it's such a unique name. She was an engineer, and I unique name Audrey, like Hepburn. There are like three Audreys in Emma's class. I at the time had not met any. Okay, and they're um, everywhere. She was a female engineer, and she was very friendly as well. Okay, and I remember. There was this part she was like, you want to lead her through and you call it like leading with the carrot and you just kind of like lead them through like a horse, like leading a horse with a carrot. And I forget the exact motion you would make, but I still remember I I regret not actually getting to know this girl because I thought this was the funniest thing in the world. She just as I led her through, she just took this big fake chomp of the carrot and kept going like it was nothing. (laughs) And I I was I was. Thought it was brilliant. I mean, I still think about it to this day. It was one of the funniest things I've <laughs> ever seen someone do. Someone knew you were going to say that. Yeah. Like, it seems very on brand. Yeah, it was funny. But then you don't dance at weddings. I don't because I forgot everything. But that doesn't. I. But you liked dancing. I did enjoy it. It was fun. But you never dance at weddings. Yeah, I don't know. I just I. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I did get told from an ex-girlfriend once she was really excited to go to a wedding with me thinking I'd be on the dance floor like your husband is the whole time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you just stood in the back. I'm like, well, yeah, I just I was talking. Lame. I know. I don't. I, I know. I don't know why That's it is that part way. of the reason that I liked Brian is his his willingness to dance. Yeah. Something I wanted. In a Have you guys ever dude. taken a dance class? Yeah. We took uh, like a salsa class <gasps> at... <laughs> El Vaquero <laughs> on like a Tuesday night. <laughs> so for those not aware of Columbus, El Vaquero is, is 
a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> and if you think it's an exceptional Mexican there restaurant, like seven it's, in the city. picture your local Mexican <laughs> restaurant and there you go. That's all Vaquero. It had a second floor. The one on uh, Olentangy by Rooster. It has a second floor? Yeah. No. Yeah. And For... so up there is where we took the class. Whose idea was Brian's. this? I was going to bet. It was a surprise date night. We used to do that before I was born. No, before I oh, okay. was born. Yeah. And we would surprise each other. Really? Yeah. How'd it go? Good. I used it once when we were in Mexico and Brian went to bed and then this Argentinian guy was like, you're really good. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> I took took one lesson. <laughs> I didn't tell him where I took a class, but... Like, yeah, I took a class. And then I met the boyfriend who wrote me all the letters. I met him at Polka Fest because I love to polka. Well, I mean, so that fun. does, yeah, that just makes sense. Polka till you die. Polka your eyes out. It's so good. <laughs> she did tell us, and for all of those listening, she. the dance instructor of okay. my dance school. Mm-hmm. And this is good advice to you, too. Your dancing school. A dancing school. <laughs> 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 the University of Dance. Listen, I have a degree, Sarah, and I took a dance class. I, if you choose to fill it in, it's like dancing school. You <laughs> took one class in college. It was a full semester. <laughs> it was a it was a survey course. Oh I didn't have to, I didn't have to declare a major in salsa. <laughs> dance. My dance school. So my professor in dance, Uh she informed us that if you go to like an Arthur Murray or one of those dance studios, here's what they do. They give you that first, that taste, that first class is free. Mm -hmm. And they'll teach you one or two easier moves that feel very fancy, she said. Mm -hmm. And they'll only teach you part of a dance, like half of a dance. And then they'll give you the hard pitch at the end of signing up for classes. Mm -hmm. And she was like, don't sign up for the package. The package isn't the deal. You got to really look at the numbers. Don't let them lure you in right there. Shop around a little because if they, you can find a better deal, she said, even through those places, but you don't buy it right at the end of the class and sign up. So that's what she. Okay. Yeah. It's like a drug dealer kind of thing. I've often, yeah. I've (laughs) often wondered what would happen to her because she was really kind and well, I th- you'll never know because I can't remember her name. I bet I could. I bet I could <laughs> find it with some degree. It, no, you know what? What? I just remembered her first name. What? Sandy. Sandy. It was Sandy. Hmm. I really hope I'm not about to find an obit. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember her last name? I'm. I'm <laughs> going to be interesting. I'm well, dance instructor Sandy. I well, I typed in University of Dayton Sandy dance class, and nothing is coming. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> I don't believe it. Oh, no. Um, Dance, ballroom dance. Nothing is coming up for ballroom dance class. (laughs) Sandy. (sighs) But... An obit is is not coming up. So that's good. Should I... Should I type in obit? (laughs) I don't know. Should you? I don't want to. I'm looking through all the instructors and none of them's named Sandy. Theater, dance, and performing technology. The first one came up. I saw an S, but it's Sylvester, not Sandy. Either way, to anyone, I will say this to anyone listening, regardless of age, please, for the love of God, could it take a ballroom dance class. It was actually <laughs> quite a fun time. I wish I remembered more of it. I will, And I will say this. At a wedding, someone did teach me a move, and it came back 
very quickly once really? they explained to me the one two one you know oh, that you like it. the trying yeah it came back it was like a you do you basically go left and do a triangle backwards and then go side and do a triangle forwards and then you just go back hmm. and forth and i forget if that was a rumba or a what it sounds but like a salsa it might be a salsa and it came back pretty quick and i was getting my hips mm. into it not probably well but right. you know um did, you've seen Dirty Dancing, haven't you? I haven't. Oh, Jesus. I haven't. That falls the in... The hell is wrong with you? That falls into a category of movies, oh, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and this is not going to shock you. There's quite a few movies I haven't seen that I pretend I've seen mm. just because people assume that I've seen them. And I feel very embarrassed sometimes when I have to admit <laughs> it. Like, a few months ago, I was over at our friend Will's house. Yeah. And somehow Speed came up. You've never seen Speed? Not before that night. Emma's seen Speed. I know. And I he was asking me and I was kind oh of, I was playing God. it along. And then he finally looked at me and went, you've never seen Speed, have you? <laughs> I was like, no. And he's like, I'm putting it on right now. Oh my God. I know. And I felt, it's one of those like a shame. <laughs> I just feel a shame that washes over me. <sighs> oh, I'm, there's a couple movies one day that we are going to do that I will reveal I've never seen. And I'm positive I one or two of them you'll be. You've never seen Dirty Dancing. I do know so good. I do know that nobody puts baby in the corner. That's right. Yeah, uh, yeah a corner, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or any corner, not any just corner. the corner. Oh, and her sister is so funny. You would love it. I've seen that movie. I don't even know. Probably the only movie I may have seen more is Anchorman, but I've seen Dirty Dancing like. That's a times. very funny sentence you've just said. <laughs> we used to watch it before going out. Really? Every single freaking weekend. I don't know why. <laughs> we just did. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> to the point where, like, remember when they, like, have that? Have you seen Anchorman? I have seen okay. Anchorman. Jeez. Um, remember when they have that like dream where they're riding on a rainbow and, yeah, and the unicorn when yeah, they have sex and he's like, look, it's a unicorn. And she goes, do me on it. <laughs> and <laughs> our, our friend would just yell that all the time. Just like anytime you'd point something out, she'd be like, do me on it. Like running across campus over to Tim's or something like, oh God, classic. Again, we're such idiots. Yeah, but it was a time and a place. Kind of beautiful. Oh, that is tying back to your opening quote. Okay. We were such idiots. Yeah. I thought that that was such a beautiful quote. Again, can you read? Can you do you have the quote handy? Or yeah, let me find it. Oh, okay. <clears throat> to to refresh, since that this was an hour ago that we <laughs> brought this up. There will always be a part of me that is sloppy and dirty, but I like that. Just like all the other parts of myself, I can forgive. And I think that's beautiful, especially because when we're like what we j you just talked about, like, oh, we were such idiots. Like mm -hmm. there's something good. I mean, wonderful about getting to a certain point where you can say like, yeah, warts and all like, yeah, I did that. I might have grown. That may not be the same part person. I am, but like mm -hmm. that was a part of me and I'm not going to sit here and pretend like it didn't have a use or a good thing or that something, you know, didn't come out of it that could be good. I thought that that like when you said it, it kind of really rung true to me. Like to me, I think that that's and it applies to him as well in this movie. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, he was mentally unwell and like things didn't go super great, but he worked on it. He fixed yeah. it. And and he wouldn't have been able to get to Jennifer Lawrence if he hadn't have gone through all that other stuff. And that wasn't a part of him. So I thought that was really. He says that. 
He said there are a couple of things that are just really like there are a lot of really good quotes in here. Like he says, the world would break your heart 10 ways to Sunday. That's guaranteed. I can't begin to explain that or the craziness inside myself and everyone else. But guess what? Sunday's my favorite day again. I think of what everyone did for me and I feel like a very lucky guy. And that's just such a good, you know, sentiment, like getting through all of the pain yeah. to find the gratefulness. Yeah. Well, I think also another great thing about this movie is it it's like some romantic comedies have a tendency to make it seem like a person is the answer to some extent. Yeah. You know, like they're going to make you whole. Mm -hmm. And in this one, it was more like they yes they helped each other but they both had to in some way shape or form she her growth it sounds like was mainly prior to him coming along a lot but well it i think like it still is to... though mm. like i think she grows from it because mm. she gets so pissed at him when she starts telling him like how she was screwing everybody else and it's like kind of turning him on mm -hmm. and then um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. That's such a great. That's one of the best scenes in the whole movie. Yeah, like that's the raisin brand scene. Yeah, and then she's like talking about like how she even like had sex with women. And he's like, "What was that like?" And she's like telling him, and then she said something about like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll give your letter to Nikki, um, and you know, I'll tell her we were out tonight." And he's like, "Well, don't don't tell her that, like." I, she like I don't want her to know I was with you and she realizes that like he thinks she's like you think that I'm crazier than you are you think and she gets so pissed and she's like I opened up to you and you judged me she's like screaming at him and then they go out onto the street and then cause a huge scene and she's like yelling like he's harassing me he's harassing me and then the cop shows up and that's when he has like a total meltdown and like here's the music oh the song yeah yeah my Cherie amour and then she realizes that he is still really fucked up even if he like tries to pretend like she's crazy it's like no he's still really not in a good place and she then like takes pity on him but that's so good. Like, that's such a good... I think that's why this works so well is because, like, in the rom-coms of old, there's so much conflict. Mm. And they're both strong personalities who want what they want. And it takes them, like, you know, working through all of their own crap to come together, right? Because mm. for so long, he's fighting against... His feelings for her, basically. He's trying to double down on like, if I keep doing, if I do this, then I'll get a shot of getting Nikki back. Even though it's very clear that he could have something with Tiffany, he's like, no, 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 no. Keep us on the straight and narrow. I do this. I get Nikki back. If I do this dance with her, she'll send a letter to Nikki for me. And, and then she's like trying basically anything she can to get him to hang out with her. And, but he won't have sex with her which like keeps her from diving back into that like slutty place she was in before and then his dad has the come to jesus moment like his dad finally i think breaks through to him mm. his dad says let me tell you i know you don't want to listen to your father i didn't listen to mine and i am telling you you got to pay attention this time when life reaches out at a moment like this it's a sin if you don't reach back 
I'm telling you it's a sin if you don't reach back. It'll haunt you the rest of your days like a curse. You're facing a big challenge in your life right now at this very moment right here. That girl loves you. She really, really loves you. I don't know if Nikki ever did, but she sure as shit doesn't right now. So don't fuck this up. And I think that's what makes him realize it. You know, like we get a lot of his internal stuff until that moment. And then they kind of back away from him, Mm -hmm. focus more on like the dancing and prep for the dance. So we don't get to know that he is starting to change his mind. Well, But again, my my idea earlier about like the movie kind of showing his growth and development and mirroring it. Like that plays to what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think it took his dad being like, hey, wake up. Like everyone else can see this. Yeah. You only have one shot at this for him to be like, oh, yeah, that's what's going on here. And then when he writes her that letter and he says, uh, the only way you can beat my crazy was by doing something crazy yourself. Thank you. I love you. I knew it the minute I met you. I'm sorry it took so long for me to catch up. I just see. Got I love that. I love that. It's I so knew, good. I knew. I knew it, but I. Ha- but I just got stuck. I, I had to catch up because yeah. sometimes, like you do, you look back on things mm-hmm. in life and you're, you're like, like, "What? How did I miss? I. Yeah. I felt it. I right. knew there was something. Yeah, I thought that was so, so brilliant. Yeah. yeah. And he was just stuck. He was stuck on this, like, you know, this one playbook. Yeah. He had to switch it up. He had to see what was in front of him. So good. So then, Sarah, I guess the question that we need to go through now is, do we think this is a rom-com? It's Obviously. Cer- it certainly has a meat cute. Certainly. When they, because they it's have great. a, a, not a blind a date, but a. Yeah. But he, kind of a setup. Yeah. He doesn't know she's coming. And he's wearing his eagle, his, l- Eagles his fucking fancy Eagles uh, jersey, a nice dinner. And uh, what's her name? The sister. Uh, Julia uh, Stiles. Julia Stiles is brilliant in I that know, dinner. So of good. L- coming across like irritated by him and <laughs> yeah. irritated by her sister and thinking yeah. everyone's a train wreck but facilitating she's like i need i want to go home now she's like what you we have a whole dinner ahead of us and she's like i want to leave <laughs> what how he's hey he's immediately just like how her husband die yeah <laughs> i know don't talk about her husband her husband said hey i'm uh pat how'd your husband die <sighs> yeah that was a great that was a fantastic <laughs> but he does cute. it again yes and he just can't, like, she finally yells at him and she's like, stop reminding me of my fucking husband's dead every time you see me. That exchange, too. What I love, too, is you saw the moment they actually hit it off and it was when they were talking about the drugs that they were on. Yes. But in, All the different drugs. And, but it was fun to it's see. Clonopin. Oh, yeah. Well, what I thought was so perfect about that scene, too, was that we've all witnessed it when, when two people really click and it's almost like they go into their own little world mm-hmm. away from everybody else and that's what happened in that, like, the... The sister and her husband. They just watched. They were watching. They had. They. They were just. They were there, but they weren't even there. They pulled yeah. into their own little world. Yeah. So we do have a meet cute. They have a connection right away. Absolutely, they do. Uh, the reason they can't be together. He's still stuck on his wife. She's a hot mess from her husband dying. Um. They both have things they, as you would say, s they got to work through. S they got to work through. Uh, there's at least. One montage where they're dancing. Yeah. I, I, uh, did I write it down? I know for a fact there is, yes. Mm-hmm. A mon- there's certainly a montage. Time is passing. He has his sassy side, or his side friend is... Um, his... Chris Tucker. Well, yeah. Oh, that is true. But I was thinking his other friend who's married to Julia Stiles. I wrote sexy dancing montage and no go. more. So there was a sexy <laughs> dancing montage. Sexy dancing. 
Um, yeah, Chris Tucker, but also Julia Stiles' husband. Yeah, I can't think of his Connects. name. Yeah, but he's pretty funny in it too. Uh, he doesn't have a job, uh, and he neither was does a, she. <laughs> he was a, t- a he was a teacher. teacher. Yeah. Oh my god! When he runs up to the school he oh used to work my at, god. she's like, "Get away from me!" Oh my god! He, no! That was fantastic. <laughs> that was when, so good. Yeah, and he's so calm the whole time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. you're fine. She's screaming at him. Wonderful. It's Philadelphia, obviously. I'm going to say this movie had boobs galore. It really did. A lot of boobs. Yeah. She's got great boobs. Yeah. Like some of the best ever. Can't deny it. And like whatever they have her in, she has the same dance outfit. I love that she has the same dance outfit the whole time. Like that's her dance outfit. And a lot of boobs. Yeah. When she walks onto that dance, they made a real... Yeah, that, that, that. Well, I mean the practice outfit, but I, then the dance outfit. When she too. walks onto that dance yeah. floor and actually drops her jacket, it's like, yeah. all right, Here good we job, go. Jennifer. Warren. I mean, she's just beautiful. There's yeah. no two ways about it. Apparently, they were going to make her more gothic. Like, that's why she dyed her hair dark and she had like more eyeliner. But she Harvey, Harvey didn't like it. Well, she did that in um, Don't Look Up. She was kind of a little goth yeah, in that and yeah. pulled her off. She was more alt there. Yeah. She literally can't look bad. She's one of those people. I right? loved her and don't look up. I forgot about that. I really think she and I would have hit it off. And I'm so happy for her. I'm so happy for She's her. She's had a baby. I, and I'm happy for her. Yeah. A lot of physical comedy. Oh my God. Some I This movie going so much in, running. I had no clue how funny this movie was going to be. It's so good. Well, that's what I thought when I went into it. Oscar, Oscar, usually Oscar movies are reasonably serious. Yeah. It became clear it was about mental illness or initially going in, I thought and alcoholism. it's still a feel-good movie. It absolutely is. It's so fun. At no point There's did I feel... cheering at the end. I know, and at no point did I feel like low in this movie. Even, yeah. Even in the scenes where he's like fighting with his parents, it's yeah. still like you never where felt dull. he throws the Hemingway out the window. Oh my God. Oh, I love that. And he's going through her syllabus and reading everything. I know, all of her books. I wanted to know what else he read. I did like... Was was it the sun also rises that he no it was a farewell to arms i remember i love that book book. yeah i love that i I think i liked the sun i I wrote my senior thesis about hemingway papa well isn't that what they call him papa hemingway yeah that's what they call people that dress up as hemingway as papas oh lord do you know how i like that the the all gas no break guy what my husband? No, the of yes, yes, your <laughs> husband. I love him because he is all gas, no break. No, the guy that does Channel Five News. He just put out a show on HBO. I've shown him to you. He goes and does like Gonzo journalism, interviews people oh. in a big suit. I've shown him to you. Okay. Either way, it, he recently got in trouble for some stuff and apologized and all that. But either way, he went to um, Florida Festival. and and interviewed a bunch of papas, oh, and it's pretty super funny. Oh lord, because those dudes are in it. I'm pretty far away from like worshiping the man. I'm much more into the things the he wrote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was, again, he was a mess. I liked the sun also rises. It was pretty much about bullfighting and drinking wine, as I remember. And how he couldn't get his wiener to work. Everything rises. The sun also rises, but not my wiener. That's I read it in high literally school. Literally, what the I'm, that's the metaphor. Is it? Yeah. I read it in high school, so I missed some things. <laughs> that's the whole fucking central part of it. Hey, man. That's why he can't be with her. I went to a Catholic he school, Sarah. He got a war Sarah. wound, and he's, Wiener doesn't work anymore. Sarah, I went to a Catholic school where they then made me read the sun. why are you even reading it? That's what I'm telling you right now, is that maybe some <laughs> things were glossed over. It's a college book. 
I didn't read it. I read Farewell to Arms in college. I read that in high school. Brag. Brag. Well, that's clearly a, a college. English. That's clearly a college book. No, that one doesn't have Wieners Rising. Uh, like you know. <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. That has to be a porno with zombies <laughs> called Wieners Rising. Okay, so we okay. <laughs> Well, anyway. We, we don't have a precocious child. No children in this. No children. Well, I'm, just the one kid who keeps trying to videotape them. Oh, yeah. He's just a wiener. Like, Can I videotape you about mental illness? Him with that little... You remember those cameras? It was a little... Yeah. Um, uh, like a Go yeah. camera or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know. My dad bought one of those and was so proud of it. And I it had like ne- 2.3 pixels. And I never, so bad. I never saw him even plug it in to charge Ugh. it. But the day he bought it, he was so amped. No. It's like, we're going to take videos of everything. And <laughs> yeah. We didn't. Uh, there's tons of real world advice. Like we went, like tons we talked of learning about. Moments. Yeah. But the real one I think comes, the one that I said about his dad telling him like, wake up. Yeah. She loves you. Yeah. She's here now. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sportsy, but it's kind of mental illnessy. Yeah. It's kind of self-discovery <laughs> is there like, such a th- i mean we haven't it's all it's like a, it's a healing it's, a he- yeah. it's about healing i would say it's for a both of them Roman for both you know mm-hmm. but it is very sportsy too i mean they say a lot about the mm-hmm. eagles and gambling but i think mm-hmm. you'd make it through this movie not knowing anything about anything they yeah. do a good job explaining it yeah being sports adjacent i at the end of the movie they show all of them hanging out on a sunday and that's where he says the sunday or you know yeah. leads into that and they're oh they're showing canoodling in a chair and they look that's so, so happy bradley cooper is really good at making you believe he's in love with a woman oh because lady gaga same thing everybody thought they were dating I'm like, like, no, that's just that's his face. acting. Like he's good at he's acting. He's really good at it. He's gonna get an Oscar. He has to one day. I he hope has so. to. Um, but that scene, the the sports thing at the end. Uh, oh, Chris Tucker was asking the mom how to make stuff. <gasps> homemade. What did she? Cabby snap. Yeah. What the fuck is a homemade? I was gonna ask you what you think it is. Okay. What do I? Here's what I think. Okay. The ending of the movie made it seem like a meat dish, but prior to that, I have no idea. I thought a homemade mm-hmm. was a no-bake cookie when she said it for oh. some reason. I assumed, and I, I don't know where I, I got snacks. there. Crabby snacks? Mm-hmm. Crabby snacks? I don't even have an idea. I'm think- Okay, I actually do know what I think it is. What? My mom makes <laughs> little <laughs> little puffs, and she'll scoop out the inside and put a little bit of tuna in it. Oh. And that's what I think a crab well, snack would be. It's got crab in it. I'll, I'll tell you. Why? That. That's why I want the seafoody ish thing. Okay. You could put crab in it, but that's, I'm thinking a yeah. puff with like a seafood in it. So everyone thought that was like a Philadelphia thing. No, it's not a Philadelphia thing. It's just what the mom from the book makes. So it's. Um, that's 10 times better. I, I like that better than if it was a Philly thing. It's uh, lump crab meat mixed with like spray cheese. And then put like on, cheese whiz. Yeah. Oh, I like. And this. then put on an English muffin and cut a half of an English muffin and cut into quarters. That's crabby snacks. That sounds like a thing that you would absolutely grow up on. Yeah. You would make for your friends I later. I would eat in it. Life. I would eat it, but it seems like the type of thing that like you would grow up on. You would yeah. make for your friends, thinking it's a hundred percent like a thing everyone has. Yeah. And then you would have to convince everybody to like. You would have to argue people to try it. But I would eat it. I would that try sounds it. good. Yeah. I would for sure. Ooh, you toast. You toast that little English muffin. Right. A little you gotta bit. toast. Oh it. yeah. For sure. And then um, homemade is basically beef brujol, which is like... Uh, pretend to uh, the people listening, <laughs> I know what beef brujol is, <laughs> as Italian. you can tell. Um, well, yeah. It's like 
a flat, like I think it's a flank steak or a skirt steak that you even pound thinner and then you roll up with like tomato sauce and sometimes you have like a layer of like pine nuts and Hmm. tomatoes and then you roll it and then you slice it. Like you cook it for a long time and then you slice it and it's, that's what beef brajol is. And when she was making it, that's what it looked like. And they said in um, the trivia section of IMDb that it's like, rolled steak in tomato sauce hmm. so i was homemade i was very wrong about each she made homemade that sounds good snacks. that sounds really good oh and he and his dad got in a fight too that was awful dad smacked him he's got issues the dad for sure absolutely the dad's running a gambling oh god a house of gambling a yeah. gambling house well he's just got a book, a book. yeah yeah that's the word yeah, and then he wants to have a restaurant or something. I do lots of the gambling, as you can tell. Yeah, lots you're definitely, of the you know all the words. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when yeah. that scene at the end where Seasoned. they're, the scene at the end where they're making all that stuff, what I was going to say is I started to make a note like, oh, I wish we had something like this in Columbus, Ohio, where everybody comes together for like an event and just gets really excited to watching. Oh yeah. Buckeyes. Never mind. Yeah. You dumbass. You do this every fall. We're like one of the, I know I was lamenting. The centers. I, I was lamenting that I didn't have the thing that I have. Yeah, I know. had, Sarah, I had to wake up in that moment and see and what I had right in front of me. And then you can make a skyline dip. Delicious. In, chicken, in my house, chicken blop. Your chicken blop is good. Yeah. It didn't come out as well when we made it for you. I just made it this week. It was good. I was, I was telling my mother uh, recently about some of the odd eating habits of your family. Your, your daughter showed me how she eats a chili dog, which involves eating everything like top down and then leaving the bun. Who, June? No, no Emma. Emma? Okay. And then the way you're- doesn't like the bun either. I, she left the bun as well. <laughs> and then Brian eating a cheese stick. This, uh, t- Yeah, I know, like a psychopath. Yeah. That's his problem. So, okay. what uh, do, Is that everything? I, I think so, yeah. Oh, Soundtrack? I don't know. I don't remember anything jumping out. Well, I mean, they did have like the dance routine. Well, yeah. Mm. Oh, so this movie was nominated for all four big Oscars. Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, Best Picture, and Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Director. And it won Best Best Actress. And then he did it again the following year with American Hustle. Hmm, what? Who else was up 2012? Oh, 2012 was the artist. That was the year. Oh, so yeah. of course it was gonna. It was a love. Mm-hmm. They were up against a love letter to Hollywood about itself. Yeah, you and know. this is a rom com. It's it's hard. It is it's hard out there well, for rom coms. Okay, so then that's then that's the question. One, like we say, one to ten. You know, ten being the perfect rom com that you're showing someone mm-hmm. as a a true. This is the genre. <laughs> well, the only thing. That's tough about it is it's clearly R-rated. Like, you can only show an adult this movie, really. And it's really a movie, like you said, you you didn't even appreciate early yeah. on as an adult. It's something you almost need to be like a, Maybe little, a little seasoned yeah. yeah, for it to hit. Have life beat you down a little I guarantee bit. if I watched this as well at t- like 22, 23, mm-hmm. I'd have been like, fuck, what? It, come yeah. on, buddy. Like, I get your fucking shit together. And I didn't get it at 28. Mm. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I'd still give it like a 9.5. Like, it's so good. Yeah. It's I'm, so good. I mean, I probably would give it a 10. Because, I mean, a lot of times you think of rom-coms being very like 
stupid. Yeah. This movie is incredibly stupid. Like it is slapsticky and and even their dialogue is really <laughs> over the top sometimes. It's just it has this dramatic veil over they it. Don't but don't lie once, to each other. But once you lift they that dramatic veil, you're like, this is a very silly movie. And it has mm. a lot of truth. In it. I I'll give it a ten. I'll go that far. I guess yeah. the we're we didn't remember the soundtrack. Maybe that's the only thing yeah, to make it a nine five. Yeah, that's true. Oh, and Danny Elfman did the music. Oh, that explained the skeleton music. <laughs> There's uh, oh, and Alabama Shakes. I remember that. That was Steve. way early on and, in their career. And Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder, my Sharia Moore, Monster Mash. <laughs> oh, and then there's an Alt J song in there too. Oh, ah. Oh. There was Girl from the North Country covered by Johnny Cash. That was so good. So now... I take it now, all back. There were like at least three or four songs that I was like, yes! And I completely forgot. And one Mr. Dave Brubeck. Uh, so good. All right, I'll stick with my 10. I'm going to stick with my I'd 10. Give it a 10. I enjoyed it. So yeah, watch this movie if you haven't seen it. This is just uh, delightful. You're in for a treat. And you're going to just, lo- God, love them. But everybody in it, there's not a bad performance in it. I know. It's good all the <sighs> way around. Wonderful. Chris Tucker should do more stuff. I wish he did. Uh, so according to his IMDb, the, there's a Rush Hour 4 coming out. Oh, great. That's maybe he not just what I was like, thinking, but okay. Maybe he just got like, <laughs> maybe he made his money, man. Yeah. That Fifth it's Element residual comedy, check right? has got to be, I have no idea. Hmm. Oh, well. Well, I will say this, Sarah. What? Uh, our theme song is by This, this is, is My, my suitcase. suitcase and I can say and it's love off the album The Keys to, to Cat, Cat Heaven. Heaven and I can tell you now I have, I have said I thought Joe had a baby the lead singer yeah. for some time I was wrong all that time they just had the baby oh, so I so can it was a 13 t- month gestation it, it wasn't an extra long gestational period it was just a not check, was, well I said it around. was because oh. you've been saying that for over a year now what, I can confirm at least yes that they it looks like they had a baby and the, you know hey good looks for them looks like and, a baby and I think they had a new album and all that so check them out if you're into it right. and uh, yeah Sarah I, I just I had a wonderful time me too Sandy, I should I should I type in obit? <laughs>